0: Welcome back to Dear Me. I'm Breon Warner,
1: and I'm Tammy Riley. We're back this week, giving you more life hacks you'll wish you'd had five years ago.
0: Every episode, we will be bringing you tips and tricks that will hopefully help you on your way to becoming one of those functioning adults that we all envy on Instagram. We wanted to give people who didn't necessarily get this information growing up a podcast that just kind of breaks it all down in a way we wish we could have gotten in grade school or college or just basically at some point when we were still younger and financially dependent.
1: Exactly. So a quick introduction for any new listeners. I'm Tammy. I'm a PR marketing professional by day and an influencer by night. I'm 26 years old and I was born and raised in Houston, Texas. I created my own brand, Youngfully Employed, formerly Life After College, in 2015. I blog part-time on my own website, youngfullyemployed.com, and I post vlog-style videos on my YouTube channel.
0: I'm Breon, and I'm a vocal music teacher in Houston, Texas. I'm 25 years old, and I went to college in New York City and studied musical theater at the American Musical and Dramatic Academy. Currently, I'm married to my husband, Taylor, and we have two little bitty baby girls.
1: Okay, okay. So, our topic today is a big one. Mm -hmm. Parenting. Now, I know what you're thinking. How are we going to teach you how to parent your kids? We don't even know your kids. (laughs) You're absolutely right. Right. And that's not what this episode is going to be at all. Don't count us out if you're not a parent yet either. We've got something for you too. We're going to do things a little differently today. So instead of us talking your ear off with information, we've got two interviews to share with you today where we sit down with parents who are sharing their experiences, discussing questions that a lot of people have about parenting and giving us tips they wish they'd known before becoming parents. Then, we'll share with you guys some of the most interesting answers to a small survey we did of parents from all walks of life.
0: The first interview we're going to share with you today is very special to us because it's with our moms. (laughs) Mommy! There's Pat Riley, Tammy's mom. She's a retired jailer for the Houston Police Department. And my mom, Sophia Flott-Warner, who's an actress and event planner living in L.A. We wanted to get some parenting takes from people who clearly nailed it when it comes to parenthood. So let's dive in. Mm-hmm. I'd like to welcome a couple of very special guests today—our very own mothers, Miss Pat Riley and Miss Sophia Flott-Warner. How are you, ladies, doing today? Hey there, doing great. Great, hey, thank you for having me. Thank you guys for coming. We appreciate it. You yeah, guys are for cool. sure. <laughs> All right, so let's get started. First question we have is When did you guys become parents and what stage of life were you in? Mom, you want to get started? Sure.
2: Uh, I was 27
0: when I got pregnant. So I waited a good long time. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I was a little bit more prepared at
2: that age, but you're never really prepared. Right. <laughs> and what about you, Miss Pat? Oh, okay. All right. Uh, I was about 19 years old and uh, I'm 49, and we were not together at the time. Mm-hmm. I had my own apartment, and I was working on it off and receiving public assistance. Okay,
0: cool. So how did having a kid change your life in that moment, and how did you adjust to the changes? Ms. Pat, you can start. Well, I realized
2: that it was no longer just me and my needs, but my personal baby needs that I had to think about and you know, take care of. The next eighteen years, and I had to change my schedule to my baby's schedule. Just things that I like, like relax, take a bath, and uh, so I could be more focused and fit for him. You know, when he was away.
0: Mm-hmm. And what about you, Mom?
2: Well, of course, there was a change in schedules and uh, mindsets. You know, when you're Single, there's a whole different mindset about spending money, and then, you know, once I got married, there's a a shift again, and then having a kid, there was another shift uh, as far as budgeting and, uh, you know, what's most important, I you know, I have to pay more attention to my cash. I can't just go, you know, not that I was a partier or anything, but I can't just go and stuff all Mm -hmm. willy-nilly. So there was that change. There was, um, I became more family-oriented, more focused. Uh, I was a totally involved parent from the very beginning, even so far as, um, Homeschooling for kindergarten and first grade, and you know, uh, Girl Scouts, and finding the right schools, and, you know, the whole nine yards. Yeah, uh, just very involved, trying not to, you know, be overwhelmed in the midst of all of that. Right. Um. Part part of the way through raising the, my child, my beloved, <laughs> <laughs> I became a single parent.
0: To get more in detail yeah. with that. So there,
1: there, there are a lot of changes that I went through.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: So, okay, next question: In what ways did your upbringing affect your own parenting style, Miss Warner? Mm-hmm. You want to start? Sure. Uh,
2: I had a rather, uh, I guess, the nice word would be tumultuous <laughs> childhood. That's the nicest word. Oh. Uh, My mom suffered with mental illness. So that, you know, back then, I was born in the 60s. Yeah. Uh, Stopped trying to do the
3: math. (laughs) (laughs) Too late.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And so, you know, my mom was 40 already when she had me. So there wasn't really any, you know, mental health.
0: Yeah, no. back then,
2: right? Mm -hmm. People just kind of ignored everything. Right. So as I was coming up, that was very difficult to deal with. Um, Also, we moved a lot, you know, there wasn't a lot of resources, and um, so one of the things that it it made me do is to be aware of my own mental health, to make sure that I held it together.
3: Yeah.
0: Mm
2: -hmm. (laughs) Right? Uh, for my kid, uh, what I, I tried to make sure that we talked uh, and had open communication. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think any parent ever thinks they did the best job as far as that's concerned, but I think that's just a, you know, a teenage thing. Kids don't talk. <laughs> I, I was just about to say that.
0: Kids don't talk. It doesn't matter. It's a two-way street, so we're not talking.
2: <laughs> yeah, so it just made me make sure that I was more present and that I gave every effort that I could to be involved and to give my daughter the best in every aspect, school and activities and exposure and experiences, things like that.
0: Yeah, and that really makes a huge difference too. Yeah.
1: Okay, so this is for you, Mom. How did things change when it came to your parenting style
2: when your second and third child came into play? Well, the cost of living definitely increased. <laughs> we didn't need a bigger apartment, or clothes, food, food supplies. But I learned uh, that each child had a different personality and was unique and gifted in their own way.
3: Thank
2: um, you. Thank you. I had them explore their gifts and talents through contests and school programs music, art, writing, dance. And each of them
0: received the same nurturing and attention according to their ind- individual needs. And I did not compare them with one another. Mm-hmm. No, that's not. No. <laughs> 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 All right, this one's for both of y'all. Uh, Mom, you can start on this one. What advice would you give someone dealing with trying to parent while dealing with divorce and moving to a new state?
2: I would say the most important thing is just put away the bitterness. Ooh, don't even go a there. One.
0: Yeah,
1: that's a good one. That's really um, good.
2: When, when we first, when my ex-husband and I first separated, everything was a little dicey. And I just said to him, I said, look, we don't have to like each other, but we have to deal with each other for real. I said, if the only thing we can ever talk about is Breon, then that's what it needs to be. But we're not going to talk about each other. We're not going to be negative with one another. We're just not going to go with Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. And it set the tone for the whole rest of our lives. I mean, we're good friends now. Yeah. And I think that was a big part of it, uh, was that I wasn't going to allow that kind of thing into the mix. Because one thing I was certain of, I did not... To keep Rion from her dad. That was never mm-hmm. going to be my intention. Right. I wanted her to grow up with her dad in her life as a big part of her life because I know I could grow up without my dad. Yeah. And I think I would have been the better if he had been a part of my life. Mm. So I, I didn't want that kind of thing for her and I didn't want you know additional strife or anything mm. along those lines. So that's the, that's the biggest thing. Just put all the bitterness away because it's, it's unimportant
0: the only really important thing is the
2: child that you're raising. Yeah. Mhm. And what about you, uh-huh. Miss Knox? Well, when I went through my divorce I asked God to help me forgive so that I could be free and go on with my life in peace. So that's one thing I would advise. And then, um yeah. I would also advise someone also to try to keep positive communication open with the co parent as well as your child. Yeah. yeah. And um don't make your child choose sides.
3: Yeah, that's you know, a good
2: one. Let, yeah. let them love both of you mm-hmm. the same and uh, spend as much quality time with your child as possible.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I agree. I think just feeding off of that, you know, my mom gave me the chance to learn who my dad was. Yeah. And whether you know I wanted to be a part of his life yeah. or not, she. You know, I know your mom did the same thing, giving mm-hmm. us that choice. Yeah, so right. that's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. So, in what ways does parenting differ when you're single than when you're with a partner, mom?
2: Well, when you're a single mom, you have to do everything by yourself. Be everyone at the same time: mother, father, teacher, mm-hmm. doctor. <laughs> yeah. A driver <laughs> <laughs> it would be, be a little challenging sometimes yeah. especially with teenagers going through But if you have for example a strong male influence in the house you two can share in that upbringing physically, financially and you have the moral support that you need mm-hmm. Yeah. with someone
1: else
2: That's rather true. than doing it all yourself you know by yourself
1: yep that is true and what would you say miss warner Uh, i guess the biggest difference
2: i suppose is
1: the financial
2: piece because of course like pat said you're doing everything on your own it also makes you really pay attention because you can't drop the ball. Right. There's True. nobody there to pick to the catch ball it. up. Yeah, right. If yeah. You drop it, yeah. Right? So it's like I gotta make sure these bills okay. I have to make sure this baby has what she needs. I have to make sure there's no so there was no there was no room for self doubt or depression or not that I didn't have depression, but I had to stuff it yeah, down. Push yeah. it way down, yeah. <laughs> Yep. And keep it moving. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. There, and that is a whole nother podcast. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> yep. right there.
2: Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So it's uh it's quite a challenge to be a single parent. Yeah. Um, I will say that I, I enjoyed my ex husband as a parenting partner while we were married. He was great. Um, he helped, you know. I needed to sleep and mm-hmm. you know, he would cook and he would clean and
3: Yeah.
2: But uh and then, you know, even afterwards he was a good parenting partner as well after the divorce. I could call him and, you know, he would jump over. B. B. Yes. Uh, really? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah,
0: oh, that sucks.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Henry, you know what your daughter just is. You need
1: to talk there and I mean... <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> uh, is that bringing back memory spray on? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah,
3: <laughs> let's move on. huh? yeah.
0: Let's get to that. <laughs> All right, Mom, this one is for you. How did you manage all of your side hustles on top of your parenting responsibilities?
1: Okay, yeah, I want to know this, because <laughs> I had no idea that your mom even had so many side hustles till I was like 16 and a yeah, half. right. I'm like, oh yeah, my
0: mom's doing this today, and then she's got to go do this, and then we're going to do this, and then she's got to record this, and then she's going here to do this, and... I was like, what?
1: <laughs> okay, so yes, and yeah. us. Cause I
2: was what? I, I had the photography business.
1: I yep. had the voiceover. Mm-hmm.
0: The you were doing I the event
2: planning. How was acting, mm-hmm. I was, uh, serving in church, mm-hmm. I was you know, um yep. I don't even know how I did it. She was doing the
1: videography too. <laughs> yeah. Right?
2: In church. Oh, yeah. That's great. Yes. Yes, that's right. I sure did Worked in children's ministry, worked in the singles ministry, worked in video.
1: It's a lot of prayer. (laughs) Oh my goodness, that's funny.
2: And that also goes back to that pushing down the depression. Mm -hmm. If you keep yourself busy, you don't have to think about it.
0: That's true. That's true. A lot of people do that. Very
2: true. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And it was it just it just helped me to survive and it it just kept me feeling alive you know because mm-hmm. I I loved being involved in all the Breon stuff and I loved everything at church and I loved being able to mm-hmm. um you know do the photography and the videography and the acting and it just it just kept me going really mm-hmm. did nice wow so I mean how
1: did you like time manage? Like how did Yeah. I just don't understand. I just I need <laughs> I
0: need the exact spreadsheets that you use.
2: <laughs> I
0: don't get it.
1: write it down, it's gone. It's gone.
0: It 100% is. 100% gone.
1: I thought I would get better as an adult, keeping track mm-hmm. of things. No. Nope. But, no. no it's, not at all. like, gone. <laughs> <laughs>
0: nope. Yeah, that's why I'm the to work as well. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh-huh. if you remember,
2: Brianna
1: Transition to parenting adult children. Like, mom, do you want to start with this
2: one? Um, well, it was, it was easy, actually, um, yeah. because after you all grew up, you were um, able to do for yourselves more. So, as far as like, me having to watch over I spend and mm. working extra jobs, trying to make you know, it kind of relieved me from that because you were all were able to you know pay for your own always and phones and you know stuff like that So mm-hmm. that part was easy um
1: now let me make it clear we were able to didn't mean we always did it. yeah I still don't pay for that so,
0: <laughs> so I was like wow you got a whole different experience because yeah. right? I don't pay for anything you I'm broke yeah
3: <laughs> uh, yeah
2: but so, I mean that, that, that part was pretty simple <laughs> and um the little extra encouragement with my oldest son, who just went out of high school, but he he spent six years in the military, mm-hmm. and my daughter and my little son graduated from college, so very proud of that. So, all right, let's
0: get back
1: into. Okay, <clears throat> right, so Mom, yeah, this is to Miss Warner now. What was the transition to parenting adult children, or an adult child rather, since you were the only one? Yeah, it's me.
2: I you know. I felt, honestly, I feel and felt like I just didn't do enough for that transition. What do you mean? Uh, You did great! (laughs) (laughs) You know, we see our kids, and and when they're growing and, you know, moving into adulthood, if they have any amount of struggle, well, for me anyway, I'm I'm, I'm sure other parents feel the same way they feel
0: responsible I was like oh god what could i have done more or better or different so
2: that there would be no struggle I'll try. i don't know I'll try i to it was <laughs> what you say i said i'll try harder not to be poor <laughs> <laughs> <your> fault, Ray. <laughs> you just made me a bad <laughs> my bad <laughs>
0: Hey, at least you got cute grandkids out of it, right? Uh,
3: that's right. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Uh,
2: that's a that's a sticky question, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know it was a challenge for me because I just, like I said, I felt like I wasn't doing enough. And then because at a when I look back on it, I moved at a critical time for Breon. So I relocated to LA when Breon was still in college, mm-hmm. and I look back on that and I wish I had waited until she was finished. I don't know if it would have made a difference, but that's that's just the way I feel about it. So I think maybe I think the transition could have been smoother as you know helping her to move into adulthood. I don't know. I think we could have talked more. So I guess my, my biggest piece of advice is when when that transition is happening, don't pull out, don't tune out, stay as close as possible. Because we think, okay, they're growing and they, they don't want our input, they don't really, you know, and you guys probably feel that way too, mm-hmm. but...
0: I mean, I did to, when I was 19, both right?
2: Parts, stay involved, stay connected, because it, it, it'll it make a difference. hmm
0: yeah, you know what? That's crazy, because I didn't feel that at all. <laughs> I was like, man, I have the most supportive mom in the world. That's aw- That's crazy that it's totally
1: different. Views, yeah, right? I felt the same way. Like, I... I know my mom probably felt like I was being a little distant in college, but I mean, every time, college. yeah, but every time trouble struck, yeah, mom, like, you know, no, literally, <laughs> this might be TMI, but one time I had food poisoning, mm-hmm. and I literally made my mom stay on the phone while mm-hmm. I was chucking up a lung in the <laughs> toilet. And I told, I was like, mom, just tell me a story, I don't know. And she was talking about the bread on sale, at like Kroger, and like, Like I was like,
0: you know, like, yeah. I mean, I do the same. How many times do I call?
1: Mama, don't feel good. (laughs) (laughs) What do I do? What do I
2: take? (laughs)
1: Yeah, I made <laughs> her I made David, my boyfriend, call her keep her updated while I was going through surgery. I said no, first step yeah. is you call my mom. I forget what the doctors told you. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, I saw it completely different. Yeah. that's weird? Wow.
0: You guys are great parents, okay? Don't ever tell yourselves. Right. Great mothers. <laughs> Alright, you guys, last question. Do you have any projects that you're currently working on? Anything to plug? Any social media? What do you
2: got going on, y'all? Yeah.
0: Mom, you can start.
2: Uh, I would love for you guys to follow me. I'm trying to build up my social media following. I'm on everything. Mm -hmm. Twitter. Instagram, Facebook, I have a website, I'm on LinkedIn, <laughs> what else am I on? <laughs>
0: Shoot, uh, TikTok or whatever. Uh, uh, no, I'm not on TikTok. <laughs> really.
2: But um,
3: What's that uh, like you know, said, I'm an
2: actress, I'm here in LA pursuing that, uh, getting my career ramped up
3: again.
2: Um, unfortunately, the trend in Hollywood is that Casting directors want to see a great number of followers. So that's true. that's what I'm working uh-huh. on right now. So you can so follow proudly. me. Hey, I put up really
0: funny, funny stuff all the
2: time. You My do. I can
1: so, attest okay. to that. It you is. do Food
0: and funniness.
2: <laughs> yes, and travel. And
0: What's your travel.
2: handle? And travel, yes. What's yes. your handle? So, uh, Sophia F. Oh, what is it? Sophia F. W. So, it's Slot W. <laughs> so it
1: is. I love this. This is the perfect interview.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's, oh, it's Sophia Slot W. Okay.
1: Sophia
0: with a P-H. S-O-P-H-I-A. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Or just
2: my name, Slot Warner. F L O T. just wanted to mention the screenplay that I've written. It's a faith-based love story, and I've entered it in a couple of... Uh, film festivals. It's already won some things. It's already an official selection. In the LA Live Film Festival. <laughs> Why did I not uh, know about this? <laughs> <laughs> what? It's called True North and it's uh, it's really great. Brea read it so she knows. It's um, really good. I'm really excited about it and Looking forward to finding some collaborators to
0: work on that. Yeah, absolutely. If y'all are in LA, please hit her up because that screenplay is amazing. It's really good. And like a lot of people that don't do the whole faith based type Mm -hmm. of of genre, they still enjoy it because it's still really powerful. Even the story is really good. Oh my Mm god. I love it.
3: Thank you, honey.
1: (laughs) Sure, (laughs) mom. Fun fact, y'all. Brian and her mom were the first ones to get me to play an extra. Oh, a yeah. play. I just thought I'd mention that because that was so fun. I, I could be an extra all day. I don't need to know lines. Just stick me in the back. It's fine. It was so fun. So, yeah. thank y'all for that. <laughs> Alright, anything else?
2: That's
0: it. Alright, Miss Pat, go ahead.
2: Oh, uh, okay. Well, my answer is kind of short. But I, um, I want to start traveling. Um. You know, traveling more. I I, want to take a job. Our church is planning on going to Jerusalem in 2021, so that
0: should
1: be fun. Yeah, that will be nice. Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah. Let me know the dates, Mom. I sure will. And also, uh, I like to go on some more cruises. I went on my first cruise Mm. last year, and it was amazing. Yeah. Okay, then. I'm also looking to... Started programs for foster children transitioning into adulthood.
3: Mm
2: -hmm. That's really cool. Life Mm skills, getting an apartment, finding a job, career, things like that. Yeah,
3: because you
0: were in the foster program, right? Or sister?
2: I was in a foster home. Yeah. Foster home, orphanage. Yeah. Yeah,
0: My
1: my mom told me that a lot of foster kids, I mean, they come out. Not knowing how to yeah. get a driver's license, not knowing yeah. how to cook, mm-hmm. like, basic things yeah. that you wouldn't even think they about.
2: They don't have any program.
1: Yeah. That's, That's interesting.
2: because I had to learn everything on my own. Yeah. So, I'd like to start a program
0: for that. Okay. Oh. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you both so much for coming on and talking with us. You guys are the best, and we appreciate your support. <laughs> we love
3: you. We
1: love you, guys. We <laughs> love you.
0: Thank y'all so much. All right. Last interview for today. We brought in some very sexy special guests. Our booze, Tammy's boyfriend, David Fletcher, a communications manager at a local nonprofit, and my husband, Taylor Burnett, who's a Navy veteran and co-host of the podcast, Coming Soon, Dweebs in the Trap. They join us to talk about some of the questions that couples that don't have kids yet, but are planning a future together, might have for couples who are already deep in the parenting game.
1: All right. This is going to get a little interesting. Oh, let's see what we get. Interesting. Okay. So I'll start with the first question. This is for you and your husband, Taylor. Uh, (laughs) Okay. So how old were you? When you had your first kid, and what stage of life were you guys in?
0: I was 24 when I had Taylor. Were you
4: 24?
0: I just turned 24.
4: I mean, I was 29. Oh, man. Well, there, Joe. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, if you didn't know already, I am his hot young wife. Oh, my um, God. Yeah, P-Y-T. so we actually, he had yeah. just gotten out of the military, and we were on our way home. And I found out as soon as I got home that I was pregnant, basically.
4: Okay, mm-hmm. That's kind of not how that happened. Oh Lord. Okay. <laughs> I was on restriction. Okay, you don't have to tell the story.
0: <laughs> you don't have to tell it. I swear. I,
4: I kind of learned some about how. it uh, yeah. Was conceived. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was great. It was. Uh, it was like oh some of the great, the, the the best.
0: Forty-six seconds of my life. <laughs> this is gonna be the best podcast. Ever. Uh, this is gonna be a very interesting. episode. Um. Yeah. So we had just came home and we were living with my in-laws with his parents. Yeah. So we were having to share a space. With another couple didn't have a bedroom. Didn't have a bedroom. Yeah. We were living in like the den.
4: Oh wow. With a little curtain. Yeah. (laughs) Oh yeah,
1: I kind of remember that. Yeah, Yeah.
0: and there was no AC in there, and Mm -hmm. I was very pregnant, and it was very much August, and yeah.
4: (laughs) August in Texas. Yes. Oh man. But the way that she told me that she was pregnant was, okay, I don't sleep very well, so I'm (laughs) finally sleep. She jumps on my stomach and like, hey, and she's like smiling with the with the uh,
0: pregnancy test, pregnancy
4: test, and I'm like.
0: It was like 1.30 in the morning.
3: What yeah, because I texted you. You texted me right after. Yeah. Exactly. It was, And I was
1: still up for whatever. Yeah. But just being me. But yeah. I Watching that. movies without David. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I don't even think. Were y'all together back then? That was in 2017. So oh, yes. We were. We, uh, we were and we weren't. Oh, yeah, you
0: were work together. Yeah, 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 right, right, right. You didn't want to go to HR yet.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we went on to the next question. How has having children changed your perspective
3: on life? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, you. Uh,
4: It makes me, to be completely honest, it makes me want to stay alive. But at the same time, I mean, I've always wanted kids. I've always, like, like since I was a little boy, I was like, I, I can't wait till I'm a daddy. Mm-hmm. And now that I finally am, it's like, it's like the best shit ever, even though uh, I like to spend most of my time in my bedroom
3: without them.
4: Okay, <laughs> 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 let's just be real, crying? Seriously? You can't say no words? you just <laughs> <more. You laughs> gonna cry, huh? Right, cool. That
1: was like the most serious I've ever heard you, Taylor. Oh my god. <laughs> it's about
0: so to get real serious.
1: Beautiful. Okay. Go
0: my ahead. perspective. Um, God, okay. Well, I was very selfish. Oh, really? shut up. Yeah, I'm an only child. I only had to live for myself. Um, don't before use none f- of my cups. Like, mm-hmm. it was that bad. I was sorry. like, this is my cup for coffee yeah. and you're putting wine in it. You're messing up the pH balance in my cup, and my coffee's going to come
3: out, <laughs> and,
0: and I don't want it to happen, so please can you keep your way out of my coffee cups. So. 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 Oh. <laughs> Anyways, really? so, but I had, but being married, you know, kind of made me have to adjust. Yeah. Um, And then having children is a whole other adjustment, because I still had, you know, myself and my, mm-hmm. my alone time when I was married. Mm-hmm. But when you have kids, that kind of goes away. Right. I mean, you still get time, especially when you have a partner. Mm-hmm. You can, like, look, I need a second.
3: Yeah. But.
4: Yeah, um, in a square foot
0: yeah <laughs> not in a little. We were living in that. Was that, that was
4: was, it, okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. See how there's mm-hmm. no AC in this room? Mm-hmm. That was the whole place. Yeah, that.
0: See, we were talking about that earlier when I was living yeah. in that one bedroom apartment that was look, damn near $2,000. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. San Diego. North. No, 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 San Diego. My New York apartment, I only pay four hundred dollars in rent. But I live with six people, so that's fair.
1: Yeah. <laughs> not
0: fair. Six people. <laughs> um in a three-bedroom apartment.
1: Yes. yes. With a, a little friend, I remember. Oh yeah.
0: Okay.
4: So she want no kids.
0: I did not <laughs> want kids.
1: Before. Oh, I, I can attest to that. Oh,
4: actually, yeah. Was hard. She oh, was right. like, I'm oh, like, how am I gonna stay married
1: if I can't have no babies? She was like, I'm never having kids. They, I don't want none. All they do is cause trouble. Ah. I mean, then, they do, but...
4: So what changed when you delivered the information? Because from what the story goes, you sounded happy.
0: It took oh, me a while. You know? He wore me down, yeah. Oh, but right. it took me a while he because I was kid, like, right. wow, he... Like, <laughs> the, my first transition to no kids, to okay, I might have kids, was... Okay, this person that I love really wants this to happen. Mm-hmm. I have to make an adjustment. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the big things for my shift of being selfish... My to having to kind of open myself up a little bit more, but
1: and it really did happen in phases because I remember talking to you, and yeah. You like I might have some. I was like, you know, what? It's like Taylor really <laughs> wants
0: some, so I might. You know, we'll see. You
1: might. What? Yeah,
0: and then like once we got to, and then we restriction. Oh my goodness. Once we got to like three years in, I was like, okay. At that point, I was like, I want to have kids, but for the wrong reason. Because I was like, I think that the kids are going to ground us and get us into a place where we can be comfortable with each other and be comfortable mm-hmm. in our marriage.
4: We were fighting all the time. Yeah,
0: we were. We had, but, I mean, once Taylor was born, we really kind of calmed down a lot. It did help in some ways, but
1: yeah. others not so much. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what is something you wish you knew before having kids?
0: Uh, What is I wish I knew? I wish I knew about uh all the programs. Um, the the help pro like a uh, government assistance
1: programs uh, like for kids yeah like
0: yeah. um so for like WIC I didn't know anything about it and that was like the only mm-hmm. thing that I that I had because my mom had it and she told right. me you should go get it right and so I was like oh okay but from there WIC introduced me to like a million different things, and I'm like, oh, I can get my kids on Medicare, I can go do yeah, this, I can do that, you know, so, but there's so many things out there that even we haven't discovered yet,
3: mm-hmm. and
0: so I just wish that I would have known beforehand that, you know, we can get help, there is help out there, we don't have to struggle. Yeah, yeah. Know? yeah. Oh,
1: that's
4: a good one. I'm basically perfect. I mean, I'm <laughs> always, like I say, i always wanted kids, I've always been, you know, babysitting other people's children. <laughs> I've always been basically raising other people's children. So I was like, mm-hmm. okay, I don't know about any of the social programs, but I think I pretty much got this. <laughs> the only thing that I can say that uh, I dropped the ball on is I'm a distant type of person. Mm-hmm. So if the kid is crying or sh- or, some- or something, I'm like, okay. But you can Just stop crying, or like, <laughs> just stop if, crying. Or if right. the kid is like upset about something, I'm like, Here, yeah, your mama can handle it. I'm gonna go lay down in this room and I'm gonna watch uh, the rest of the show that I was watching on Netflix. I'm gonna finish this and then I'm gonna come down. But then, you know, like three oh, more episodes go sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and then
1: by
4: that time you know they already sleep so you know i I, so i feel like i I, i'm not good at investing my time Mm -hmm. in other people okay what is the most challenging aspect of parenthood for you both and what is the the most positive aspect of it
0: challenging is the lack of for me anyway the the lack of um, yeah, well, part, the communication skills can be an issue because mm-hmm. I don't know, like, when they're so young, I can't, I don't know what they want. Yeah. And I'm like, I get frustrated because they are showing some sort of emotional outburst, and I'm just like, dude, what the hell do you want? Yeah. I don't know what you want from me. Like, you're doing all this extra stuff, and you could just really just tell me what you want. Yeah. You could just use your words. <laughs> but
1: they can't. But though. they can't
0: because they don't have any.
1: They're seven
0: months. And <laughs> exactly. Years. Exactly. So. Yeah, that's yeah. been challenging. And also for me, uh, personally, just uh, like we had said before, just switching over to the point where they are my main focus, mm-hmm. and not being so self-absorbed. Mm-hmm. Okay. What about you? Uh,
4: it's challenging. The most challenging is money. Mm-hmm. If if your income ain't ain't like what that is, and all you have is like rent. Your light bill is out. is going crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to feed your kids. You got to feed yourself.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, you got to
4: feed your wife. She alright. She's she's <laughs> what I, I cook all the time.
3: You do. I can't even. I can't even. Yeah, I can't even you, all you guys cook. Yeah, it's one hundred
4: percent. But um, another thing uh, for me that was uh, I want to say negative, just like what Brianna was saying, um, just can you, um... Uh, How do I reach these kids? <laughs> that, no, and then I even watch YouTube videos like to, like, different yeah. different, different cries. Wow. Like, there are like three distinct cries. Research. There are three distinct cries that babies have, and I was like, okay, this one is hungry, this one is food, this one is, you know, yeah.
0: Yeah, Google and YouTube were literally lifesavers. Like,
4: every wow. single day, I was like, okay, uh, She's hungry because she's crying with an "n." So. <laughs> that, that means, <laughs> oh my gosh! Um, the so, most yeah.
0: positive aspect I think has been just they bring so much joy. Um, they don't care. They don't care about anything. They don't have any issues.
1: Yeah. You know, sure. our
0: issue—we might be struggling, but then I come home and I'm I'm thinking I got all this stuff on my mind, all my stress, what I got to do, what and I she haven't walks up done. The
4: booty.
0: Yeah, and she walks up and she's you know, like. Come here, or I want some juice or something. And I'm like, okay, yeah, sure. Yeah, let's go get some juice. And then you know, Nyla's in the corner jumping and smiling, and I'm just like, okay. Does it
1: kind of help you like live in the moment? Yes, yes,
4: absolutely. Taylor gave me a hug and a kiss today, but she wanted some candy. (laughs) (laughs) She was like, oh, daddy, I love you so much. She got, she got, she got um like four. Look, don't sleep on the fries, For real, Fries forever. Right? I don't care how old it is. They're going to eat them. Fries are <laughs> they life They smell bad, but it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. They all bubbly kids. though. I enjoy. Yeah, man. Yeah. They so... I put a big smile on my face today. Aww. Yeah, he was all holding yeah. them and shit. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, I was like, look, 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 look Uncle. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's funny. Oh my gosh. Okay. So, what advice about how to take care of a child would you give to someone that doesn't have any, i.e., us?
4: Check diapers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. Real. Like if you don't check, if you don't check them That's in the good. in a good month, you, know, you know sores. You, yeah. And then, the diaper and then, rash. then you can all the police on you.
1: <laughs> no, no, you're so right. When I worked at the daycare, every time I saw even anything that looked like a rash, mm-hmm. I was like, nope, mm mm. Caught my boss in there mm-hmm. and had them, you know, yeah. figure it out from there. I yeah.
4: was like, nope. Oh. That's serious. Uh, Desitin, lifesaver, mm-hmm. only the purple kind. So, yeah. what is Desitin? It's Desitin. diaper
0: cream oh. and it dries out their booties. Oh, yeah. So, you get the yeah. diaper yeah. rash yeah. Regular, yeah. like,
4: in like a little bit of about an hour. Yeah. Hmm. during During your change change. so you like change change them them, them, you wipe them oh I'm sorry yeah so you open
0: the diaper you wipe them off or whatever and then you rub the desitin it's like a thick white cream Mm -hmm. Don't you don't have to rub it in or anything until it disappears but yeah basically just kind of rub it on the red or whatever and then then close it back up yeah yeah. whatever they
4: whining about another
0: thing feed them food as early as possible like hmm. at your bed, because food is cheaper. Oh, yeah, give them a bone, oh, yeah. and they'll suck on it for hours.
1: Uh, yeah, <laughs> said that was Teasing. easy, but it's so true. It's like just something for them to like walk yeah. around and they and think they're eating. It's fine, they're just yeah. like chicken. They like, it's just a bone. Yeah, it's
3: I bone. mean,
0: like take all the parts off that they can choke on, right. you know, like the cartilage and stuff, but and just the give them the bone. bone
4: yeah. That's yeah. some country shit. Uh, it is. I think it like is. Me and the chicken take pictures. (laughs) Yeah. Oh yeah, take pictures, videos. Mm Yeah. I have only seen myself as a baby like maybe one or two
0: times. And it's gonna be What
4: about when you looked in the mirror and when you were a baby? I'm sorry, I had to get philosophical. Okay, that don't count, but I do remember I do remember being rocked asleep at an early age. I do remember uh I remember pull ups when I was two and I remember getting in trouble for telling my sisters at three years old that Pop That Coochie was on. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: You would. I you did. would. That's funny. <laughs> um yeah.
4: But I don't remember my reflection though.
0: Child care. The seats have to be turned backwards. When you first get your kid, so mm-hmm. make sure you put your your seat in the right way. Mm-hmm. Test out your car seat before you go to the hospital after you get your kid. Because
4: they won't let you take it
0: with. Yeah, them. they won't let unless the car seat is in your car set up already. They won't let you take your kid home.
4: Wow.
0: Um. So, but even Not still, right. it just helps you to know how it works. Yeah, yeah. Because if you get there and you snap the thing in, and now you don't know how to get the baby out the mm-hmm. car, and you sitting there in your hospital tiredness you just got home yeah. and you can't figure out how to get the same thing out just test everything that you get just take the whole seat test out. test it take out I, when you're <laughs> pregnant you're gonna have to uh not shave your legs for a long time
1: oh, i already kind of been doing that yeah. <laughs> I'm just being honest
0: um, yeah so
4: okay people always talk about experiencing a new type of love when they have kids is that something you guys have experienced? And if so, can you describe
0: it? Um, we were talking about this a little bit earlier, mm-hmm. but yes, I did experience it, and it's different. I mean, it changes automatically from when you're pregnant. You like, if you're the woman, you like, you feel that love already because you're you're like you can feel you know the baby right. inside of you. It's a part of you. It's your body too. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you're caring for it in the way that you're feeding yourself better things. You're starting to do other things to take care of this child. Taking care of yourself better for the child. You mhm, know, um, one. Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. exactly. But when the kid is, I mean, oh, when I was yeah. pregnant, I don't think, did you ha- you didn't have any connection with the baby. Not true. And
4: I'll oh. tell you why. We was, going, we, we was going through it a lot, and mm-hmm. she almost left. And I turned into Keith Sweat. I was in there crying. <laughs> I was like, just give me just one more, just 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 give me just a few months, just a few months. And if you don't like it, you can just you can just go oh my whenever I want. That's not a key Sweat. I don't
3: know.
4: I don't know. You do know. You don't know less forever. <laughs>
3: oh my gosh uh, but
4: but that was like that was like okay i can't have my family taken away and then of course you know she made me go to every doctor's appointment and i wanted to go to every doctor's appointment because i wanted to know what was happening mm-hmm. or uh, if anything was happening now uh now i mean now i mean we got we got, we got different cars so Oh, no, doctor's appointment. Just give me the, you know. Re- yeah, but you did.
0: still went to. Yeah. Oh, when I was pregnant with Nyla, you still went I mean, to I mean, all I'm those appointments. About like, well, oh, now, you now mean. The kids are out, oh yeah. But no. like before, yeah. like yeah,
4: you gotta go to all the appointments. And it's so
0: special, honestly. Even the short little ten minute ones, like it's kind of annoying to just go there and yeah, like and drove, just for like, them to tell you, like everything's fine. <laughs> yeah. That. But it's still special. <laughs> the
4: heartbeat was crazy man uh, oh yeah. the first time um, uh we had the ultra no not the first oh well, the first time we had the ultrasound then when we found out the sex of the baby mm. your daddy was there his mm-hmm. step mama was there and we were all standing there we were trying to figure out okay what is this what are we looking at because you don't fucking know, yeah. you know it looks like blobs <laughs> and so this lady was like uh like she you know she's in there moving the thing i was like are those nuts and your daddy was like Big nuts. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so <laughs> <was there> like- <laughs> in the ultrasound room, I'm laying there, like- <laughs> and he's taking like secret pictures, like all of those are like special moments. Yeah, cause yeah. you're
0: not allowed to have like video and stuff in there. But like
4: he forgot to turn the flash off. Ah.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> so this is like so yeah, it's like a memory.
0: And yeah, and so that that kind of love is that kind of connection is something that we could share
4: together. So did you cut the milk cord? Yeah, For both was, of them. When I cut the I cord, I was like, mm, I cut it. I, like, I was really excited about that.
1: So when did you know it was the right time to expand your family?
4: We didn't. We didn't. No, we,
0: oh, um, okay. it just <laughs> happened. I don't know. Well... I think after we went to marriage counseling and kind of that, that, little, that, weekend little, yeah, retreat, that little weekend retreat, I, I think retreat. that we were on a whole new page and we were ready to kind of move forward with our own relationship. Mm-hmm. And so... In turn, that meant we were ready to move forward with our family. And that's when I think that's pretty much when I started to kind of change my mind and mm-hmm. think, like, okay, I think we can we can do this. And then, like, we were, you know, we were trying and I wasn't getting pregnant. And I was like, oh God, like, uh, it, yeah.
3: what and are we doing? Really, you? Yeah, like, we don't know oh, what's testosterone doing. Uh, and
4: Yeah, like, you, you know, know stuff like yeah, that. So then, like, I'm ready to fight niggas on the Yeah, so orange is my least favorite color. So even when you
0: like planning, even when you like okay, this is the time to do it, it's not going to happen when you think it is, and so
4: you know what did it for us. I knew that something was like different in the water when she finally decided, I'm gonna come with you to Texas rather than spend all this money in New York. And so I'm like, okay, so we're going to Texas. We're going to be there for a while. Mm-hmm. Something has to yeah. happen. We got to buy yeah, a house. At true. least buy some real estate. That's true. You know, I was drinking a lot of alcohol. And that lowers your testosterone levels. You can't, you know, you can't you know, produce. I so I feel like that's what happened. What would you suggest couples do to keep the spark alive in their relationship? Keep having sex. <sighs>
3: I'm like, well, <laughs> David, I'm just saying, no, I'm serious. Like like
4: okay. Like you can you can be the, you can be in the same room together, you can eat together, you can do all of these things together, but there's a level of intimacy that that comes with, you know, sex. Like, it's just to me, it's watching her with the kids, getting a chance to be intimate, having dinner together when I cook food. Uh she cooked like maybe like three times. I'm a busy year. woman, okay? <laughs> I just
0: cooked like four meals last week. Don't do me. Did I not she, make you tacos? All right, then. <laughs> um, So for me, um, it's communication. You have to okay, communicate wanna, because yeah. if talk, you it. have to because... I like you. Such a guy and a
4: girl. <laughs> it is,
0: okay? Because the sex isn't going to matter if you're not... Communicating. Yeah, like The,
4: the communication hey, you want to... Uh, no, okay. <laughs> if that's the
0: only communication no. you're having, then it's Hit dead.
1: It
4: it's <laughs> dead.
0: Please
1: go hand in hand. So More like, kids on ahead. accident. So just go letting ahead.
0: letting them know, like, you know, we're changing. You know, we're different mm-hmm. people than we were when we first got married. We're so are different than
4: we were at the beginning of this year. Yeah, yeah.
0: exactly. So, you know, you got to keep telling them, you know, yeah. I want something new. This is what I'm looking for at this point in my life this is what I need from you, mm-hmm. you know, I want romance, I want dates, I want to feel special, mm-hmm. I want to feel blah, 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 mm-hmm. you know, and in return, you can have your little sex or whatever,
3: <laughs> oh
0: God, no, 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 but for real though, um, it's, it's so important to, yeah. because you can't have a spark if you're just communicating on that base level of just dealing with the kids. Like, if you're just talking to each other about the kids, if you're just talking to each other about work, if you're just talking to each other about bills and shit, you might as well be single parents. Yeah. Just co-parenting, you know? So, it's important to have a relationship Mm -hmm. on top of being parents.
4: So, you have to put your vices aside and be more attentive to the person that's to your spouse, for the most part. Yeah, true. If you enjoy, you know, going out or doing whatever, that's not your thing right now. Mm -hmm. This is your thing. Like, I tell people all the time that Brianna's my favorite thing.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What would you say is the biggest thing your kids have taught you so far?
0: How to be in the moment, like we were talking about earlier. How to stay present without, Mm -hmm. I mean, without being on my phone. I I can be with my kids and not be on my phone or not be, you know, thinking about stress. Out.
3: Right.
0: You know, I'm just, I could be, with, I don't mind being with them and just hanging out with them and playing with them and stuff like that. Right. Like, it's fine. So I can be in the moment and enjoy playing with my kids in the park mm-hmm. or, like, just, you know, feeding my kid and listening to her talk gibberish. Is, yeah. It could be fun, you yeah. know?
4: Oh. Yeah. I, mean, I ain't going to say Okay, so what have your kids taught you? To not react with the anger that I would react with if it were a person that were my size. Mm
1: Makes sense. Makes sense. I
4: mean, I can't just, I can't just. I mean, I can, but so patience, patience. Yes. But patience in the way that, um, because I was raised to use aggression and you may not notice that because I'm you know goofy all the time Mm -hmm. but I'm also angry all the time Mm -hmm. like like if you if you if you remember that uh that Avengers movie where somebody asked Bruce Banner like how do you keep from being angry
3: yeah
4: and he's like I'm always angry and then he turns into the Hulk that's basically me Mm -hmm. but I have to some kind I have to use discretion and and like you said, patience mm-hmm. and understand that, yes, I'm angry at the world and I'm angry at everything that I've experienced mm-hmm. and the people that have caused that,
3: mm-hmm. but
4: these children have nothing to do with it, and this woman that made these children that helped me make these children have nothing to do with it, so I have to learn how to use words for the most part.
1: yes, last one.
4: Last one. Do you guys have plans on having more children? Yes! <laughs> and why? I want so many more. Uh Brian stays. Okay, okay Nigga, <laughs> We're gonna buy
0: some kids. No, that's okay. I'm I'm I i am i do not mind. I'd like to have more children. I want
4: Okay, I want two girls. I, about to say and I want how two many boys. Because, but I
0: just like to be more financially stable. Yeah. yeah. That's the only difference. I mean, you know, we're fine now. With our kids, we're fine. But like, if we add two we we add add more, we're dead.
1: Yeah, I feel more I feel more confident. I feel more excited than anything. Y'all make me more excited
4: yeah. about it. I didn't I was, think that was to thing. Yeah. Me too, I want somebody to practice my wrestling moves on. Yeah. See what I'm saying? <laughs> That'll be fun. Yeah. I'm up my kids, my kids,
1: okay?
4: You saw me slam Taylor on the couch today. (laughs) And she loved every second. Yeah, she loved it. She loved it. She She smiled with her mouth open. Now, Nyla, she can't do it.
0: You can't do it. She's so fragile.
4: She's taking taking baby syndrome. She's so fragile. No, she's not fragile. It's just that you treat her differently. Because Taylor was our experiment child. (laughs) like we let true. her we let no, her my mom do said everything that. my mom told me that all the time yeah. she bumps her head she bumps her head now and just be like
1: yeah oh. she just keeps going you no know, <laughs> I saw it happen she'll just keep going I'm like oh my god are you okay and she's like fries I,
4: oh my- I think we might I think we might have <laughs> fucked it up <laughs> we might have we might have destroyed let's
1: like, go she is a true
4: But that's just because, like, we didn't really know what we were doing. Like, we thought we knew what we were doing. I thought I knew what I was doing.
3: That's perfect. But Mm -hmm. the
4: only way to, like, really understand... How to be a parent is to just be a parent.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah.
4: And like you said, you got your nephew all the time. Mm-hmm. I had my nieces all the time mm-hmm. before I joined Navy. It's totally different. It's not the same. It's totally different. And I get to give them back. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, even more than that, though.
0: You just don't have that. I mean, That's like connected. you love him, of course, That's what obviously. I told my brother. But it's like you just—it's—it's an instinct, it's, have... it's an instinct. Yeah. exactly. It's an instinctual connection. It's Like you're ready to eat
4: people over, over
0: that kid. <laughs> <laughs> it's like. <laughs> I used to get mad at people because Taylor would say hi to them and they wouldn't say anything back. I'm like, excuse
4: me? <laughs> Shit, before I had kids, my niece saw a little boy. She was like maybe three at the time. Mm-hmm. She saw a little boy running across the gas station and she points, stop running. <laughs> and I look at her, I'm like, stop talking to these kids. Stop <laughs> talking to these people. <laughs> you don't get a shot. But if it were my kid, I'm like... Yeah, you stop that nigga. Yeah, you tell
0: him. You tell him to
4: stop. Stop him. Yeah, I'm gonna tell him too. <laughs> hey, boy, sit down. Slow your ass down, before You fuck around. before you fuck around. Skin the knee. It's true though, yeah. man. Yeah, well, I love having kids. I want so many more. It's just a shame that you know I have a timeline on my body and my yeah. Here. That's what mm-hmm. he's nervous about. Mm-hmm. It's like I don't want to be old. See what I'm saying? Yeah. Don't nobody want to be Don't nobody mm-hmm. want to be. Okay. That's like when you, when I used to have friends in high school or even middle school. I'd be like, "How old is your mama?" And they'd be like, "50 something." And like we all like 12 years old. Yeah. Damn, your mama old. I, that was me.
1: My mom was yeah, your, your mom was older than yeah. I like, you know, is that your grandmother? No. It's my, my, my mama. <laughs>
4: yeah, you don't want that.
0: I hope you guys got some information out of this. And I hope you guys listening got some information out of this. And, yeah. you know, if you have any questions about any of this stuff, you know, ask us.
4: Or any comments. Because or, I know we got it wrong.
0: Yeah, right. If you have anything to... I mean, like, every kid is different. So, yeah. you know, share your experiences with us on yeah. social media. We want to hear it. We'd love to hear your stuff. Let's your stories. Yeah, let's do it.
1: All right. Thanks, you guys. Bye. Thanks. So... Let's talk about this survey. We surveyed a variety of people from all different parenting backgrounds, like single parents, parents who've adopted, LGBTQ parents, parents of physically disabled or mentally challenged children, parents who themselves are physically challenged, and more. We'll share with you what questions we asked them, and then discuss the most interesting and informative answers that we received. Let's start with the first question. Tell us a story about when you became a parent what phase of life were you in and how did it
0: change so our first answer we got when i became a parent i was 19 years old at the time and my boyfriend was 17 and i had just graduated from high school and he was about to graduate i was working full time and wanted to save money and get into college or join the marines i was on birth control and had been and had been for 3 years so i had no idea my daughter was coming me and her dad were not stable we were actually going to break up when i found out i was pregnant with lily but we ended up staying together because we wanted to be a family for her. Everything changed when I found out I was having her. Uh, the money I saved for school now went to the baby stuff, and I was no longer el- eligible to join the Marines. Huh. Yeah, once you have kids, you cannot join the military. They really—they don't let you. Wait, hold too much of a liability. Bone, I had no idea. Too much of a liability. Either it's that, and too expensive because they have to pay you for those kids.
1: Okay oh my god, wait, I okay, I had a brother in the military and I had no idea about this. Yeah.
0: Because I wanted to join the military. Like after Taylor got out I wanted to go in, but as soon as he
1: got out I got
0: pregnant and I couldn't do it anymore.
1: I had no idea that was a thing.
0: I mean like it's not officially a thing, but they're not gonna let you in.
1: Yeah. They're not gonna let you in.
0: Because they have way too many eighteen year olds that are Begging to get in the military mm-hmm. with no kids, and all they have to pay them is $1,800 a month, and they're good. Uh, if you got kids, you got a wife, you got a family, yeah. they got to pay for where you live, they have to give you money for your kids, your family, all that. Help, they don't want to do that. Everything. Exactly.
1: Wow. They don't oh want to do God. it. This is so new to me. So this she is... couldn't join. hope, wow. Yep.
0: All right, we got another answer here. When I became a parent, I was 20. I didn't really have any life experience, nor did I really know anything about parenting. I was pretty much raised by a single mom, and so uh, was my son's dad. My son's dad and I were not in a healthy relationship. It was very on and off and unstable. I remember his dad, this is before finding out I was pregnant, I remember his dad coming to me and saying he felt like something bad was going to happen to him and that he wanted a piece of him to always be here with me if it did. About one year later, we found out I was pregnant. I was nervous and afraid and unsure, but he was excited. I was pretty much alone during my pregnancy. He dated someone else. Once I had my son, our relationship got worse, physically and emotionally. We couldn't agree on things pertaining to my my son. If I popped my son, then he would hit me, so that caused fights. Because I'm hitting back. <laughs> it was just all a mess. But what I took from it is that I don't have to be here in this environment. So I eventually left him. And then that caused even more issues because he wouldn't see my son. And then if he did, he tried to keep him.
3: Hmm.
0: I had to grow and understand that my choices affect my child. So I went back to school, got a better job, and tried to get a schedule going for his time with his dad.
1: Wow. I'm right now. Yeah. Go ahead then. That is very toxic that's a powerful story yeah I'm glad she i mean and she was you. so young yeah they were both
0: young i'm
1: glad she got out of that yeah
0: me too that's, oh that's a crazy. bad situation
1: go ahead girl especially with a
0: little kid so young i mean you have to be able to discipline them and if you
1: can't even like you have to stay in your right mind yeah say, that's wow if he won't even let you discipline the child that's like no nah. oh my gosh well go ahead girl i'm proud of her yeah, i know she did the thing Okay. okay <laughs> Next question. Give an example of a time where your mental health affected or could have affected your parenting, and tell us what lessons you learned from that struggle.
3: All right, so
0: one answer I have here is returning to work was really hard. I had a lot of anxiety leading up to the return, and once I was back, it became clear that the amount of stress associated with my job wasn't sustainable. My anxiety exhausted me, which led me to not be able to present either at work or, oh, Sorry, which led me not being present either at work or at home. It was a vicious cycle of recognizing that I wasn't performing in either arena, my stress increasing because of it, leading to me being even less present, leading to more stress. Yeah, I had to find another job that was less stressful. I took a pay cut, but being able to actually have a work-life balance is definitely worth it. I recognize the privilege that I have that allows me to do that, and I'm grateful that I had that opportunity. Wow. yeah. That's intense. That's really true though. I had that same issue. Say, how was that? Mhm. I had that company. same issue when I was working, um, for Starbucks. I was just there all the time. Oh and I took I mean, I left for a different reason, but now I have a good, healthy work life balance. Right. I did take a pay cut also, but it's worth it. Oh so, yeah. It's worth it because I'm not I just I have time to do this podcast, my own things, yeah. like and be a good parent to my kids. And be a good wife, and yeah. I can just spread myself a little bit right. farther, you know. Oh
1: my gosh! And just curious, how long did you get for maternity?
0: Well, with Starbucks, I got six weeks.
3: Okay.
0: Um, but they they extended it for me because I had like a complicated pregnancy. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember. So at I the I had to take an extra long, but I only got paid for six weeks. Ah. Yeah, so they okay. extended it for three months. But I only got paid for six weeks of it, so ah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah that was a struggle, but this time, I didn't get paid at all because they i i i work I'm kind of like a contractor, yeah with okay, so you were at your
1: current job yeah, when, had... when I had night oh, okay, okay. yeah
0: well i was I was with the campaign at first, but oh, I yeah. wasn't gonna have the kid until
1: right right
0: the next month, so okay, yeah, gotcha, okay, all right, let's see, I got another answer here. At one point, I was working three jobs and going to school. During this time, I had very little time for my son and even less time for myself. I was working myself like crazy trying to do things on my own. My mom made it clear that I was too old to be staying with her while trying to have a love life and raise my kid and have a social life. Pretty much, it was just too much. So I ended up getting my own place in expensive San Diego, (laughs) which caused my life to get a little more hectic. I was sometimes working 4.30 a.m. to 11 p.m., and it was ridiculous.
3: Oh,
0: wow. Yeah. I was uh, being a B-word to literally everyone.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's understandable, though. Yeah,
0: right. And I didn't want to hang out, and if I was wanting to hang out, I was drinking. And drinking way more than my body could handle. Mm-hmm. Basically, I was just checked out of everything. But I started to notice that the more distant I became, the more my son would cling to me. And that's what made me realize that he's really in tune with me and I can't keep going on like I was. I never want my son to have some of the issues that I do. So I was actually able to quit one job and work less at the other. I'm off on weekends. I'm home by five during the week. My son and I are able to do homework and have dinner together every night and relax on the weekends. It's been good for both of us.
1: Yeah, that's good.
0: Happy ending there,
1: right? Oh my gosh, how did? Okay, three jobs, yeah, school. three jobs and school, and she's oh, still in school. Two jobs and school. Crazy. Oh my! Oh God, bless you. Yeah, she's doing though. Um, she's killing yeah, it. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. Like people don't have that type of willpower, you know. Mm-hmm. So the next question. This is a pretty big one too. What kind of support system do you have, and how does it affect your parenting? Hmm.
0: All right, so the first answer I have here is right now we have a small support system that helps. Not much, but anything is good. I think if we had more support, though, it could be possibly a lot easier, mm-hmm. which is, it's a big thing, you know. Having that support system is
1: just crucial. My boyfriend's mom actually told us today that it takes a village it to does. raise a kid. It does, so yeah. She's like, without her support system, she doesn't know how she could have done it as a mm-hmm. single mother.
0: I mean, even married, I don't know if I could do it without True. our I families. Mean, you know, I mean, seriously. Especially
1: because this is just a different world it
0: now. It is. You know what I'm saying? It like, is. It's so hard to navigate. Yeah. By yourself, even. Exactly. Especially, I mean, adding kids to that.
1: Exactly. And they're learning mm-hmm. things that they might not should be learning. Especially if they're going age. to daycare. It's like just, It's just different. Yeah. It's very different. Exactly.
0: Ooh. All right. The next one I have here says... My side of the family helps when they can, as well as my son's dad's mom. They help, me watching, they help me by watching my son and buying clothes here and there. It is helpful because sometimes I do just need that break, or I have something, outside of, uh, something to do outside of work. Being a parent is a full-time job, being a single parent even more so. So definitely having those people step in at times is a relief. I do not always like the way that they do things, but at the end of the day, it's help and I'm appreciative. That's,
1: that's a, good a good point. point. Yeah. yeah, I was just
0: saying that. Like
1: you know, a lot of people expect, you know, if you're going to be in their life, you have to do it their way. Yeah, 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 going yeah going. exactly. Oh like, you
0: can't be around my kid unless you give them yeah. apples from this type of store. Yeah, like, no. no. Like,
1: that's not yeah. how that works. I don't care. Like, You want me to watch the kid or not? Everyone <laughs> loves your child. Yeah. So let them...
3: Yeah, do their thing. You exactly.
1: Know? Yeah, we've we've had some issues actually with that. Mm-hmm. Between my brother and my mom. So, mm-hmm. um you know, but hey, <laughs> we're gonna take care of my nephew. Yeah. He's gonna be fed and clothed and having fun and that's all that matters.
0: Yeah, that's <laughs> all that matters.
1: <laughs> okay, okay. So, do you parent with a partner? And if so, tell us a story that embodies your relationship and the way you co parent. What has been the biggest takeaway from your learning how to parent with this person? And how has your relationship changed since you had children with this person?
0: All right. So the first one I have here says, when our baby was maybe two or three weeks old and the family that flew in had left, it was just me and my wife. It was, it was time to give the baby a bath. So I sat on the toilet lid holding him uh, with his back facing me while, while my wife got him undressed. I had turned him slightly and suddenly poop was being just shot out. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I dodged it just in time, but the poop kept coming and sh- <laughs> but the poop kept coming and shot up against the wall, of the toilet, oh. and the tub. I vividly remember it coming at me like it had just been shot out of a super soaker. <laughs> oh, no. Just a long stream of very liquid poop. Oh. Shauna took him under the armpits and tried to. <laughs> Shauna took him under the armpits and tried to aim him at the top.
1: <laughs> oh gosh,
0: we laughed until we cried, girl. Us too. <laughs> I think this story embodies that we that we recognize that we're in it together, and sometimes shitty things, pun intended, <laughs> pun intended, happen. But being able to laugh about it together will keep us together. For sure. That's hilarious. That
3: is the best story. I think every
0: parent has been in that situation.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Aim it towards the top. Just (laughs) just put it over here. Aim it towards the top. I (laughs) don't know. It's all over everything.
1: Oh,
0: Oh, my my God. God. That's hilarious. That was
1: great. Oh, I like that. I like that.
0: That's a good one. All
1: right.
0: Here's another one. I co-parent with her dad, but I wouldn't call it co-parenting. He sees her maybe two and a half, four days out of the month. He does not pay any child support, nor does he pick, uh, pick her up or drop her off. He doesn't take her to her doctor's appointments or the dentist or do anything for her unless she's there at his house. We do not speak to each other, and when he does talk to me, it's a constant, it, oh, he is constantly hostile. We have a custody hearing later this month and I've tried to co-parent with him and be chill, but he just refuses and, you know, he just refuses to not be a rude a-hole, so I don't have a choice. Mm. Sometimes you just gotta take him. I Uh, mean, you know, she tried. This woman in particular tried. Her daughter is about to be 10 years old. Wow. We Went 10 years.
1: Yes, that's a lot.
0: Just trying to work with him
1: Wow, she has the patience of a. She really time.
0: does. She's an angel, but
1: yeah. But that was a similar situation mm-hmm. with my dad, and you know the only difference is my mom took him to court like the following year. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. But no, she I can understand that she didn't want all the yeah. I mean, and her daughter you know, they have a really close relationship. She exactly. loves her dad, you know, and yeah. it
0: just sucks to see that he you know is yeah. doing this to his kid you yeah know? and you know he went off got another girl got another baby so he's just like i'm yeah. in my own world i don't need to worry about this blah 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 but so now she's like i have to take him yeah support, otherwise like oh man. yeah so
1: well best of luck to you girl yeah seriously oh man okay so what are some consistent struggles that affect your family and how do you approach them what advice would you give someone facing those same struggles?
0: All right, so first answer I have here: money is a big struggle. California is really expensive, and even being married now, it's still a really, it's still really hard. Yeah, California is crazy. <laughs> I want to be able to put my daughter in so many activities, but bills come up or things happen, and also being able to be a full time, also not being able to be a full time mom. I work really long hours, so. It's hard to feel like I'm being everything she needs when I'm working full time and long hours and sometimes weekends and also trying to be there for her and, like, inspire her soul. <laughs> it breaks me down a lot. Yeah. Also, her dad makes things really, really hard. He is not capable of just being a normal person. He has to have this sense of control and refuses to let it go just to be there for his daughter.
1: That's very... Yeah, I don't think I've... Heard it put that way before, yeah. Sense of control.
0: Yeah, uh-huh. huh. That's a big one.
1: Well, the money thing I definitely get, and for our listeners who who just don't fully comprehend mm-hmm. what it's like to live in California, it's a lot. I mean, you live in California.
0: Look, you I was right paying out. two thousand dollar rent for a one bedroom apartment on the top floor with no air conditioning, no dishwasher. I mean, it was. A crap apartment, and it was $2,000 a month.
1: I was looking, I don't know why I was looking for apartments. I wasn't even going to stay there. I was just <laughs> looking to look. Yeah. $3,200 mm-hmm. for a 500-square-foot apartment. It was yeah. a studio. Oh, yeah. hmm A decent, something you find in South Houston somewhere where I grew up. For $500, $600. No. But 3200 oh, oh, my I was like, they are insane.
0: You know that meme that shows a little doghouse in the backyard, and it's like, California be like, rent (laughs) $400,000? That's for real. That's for real.
1: (laughs) And you know, you brought up a good point, because I remember I asked you a while ago if it was more expensive living in New York or more expensive living in California, and you said California, because you have to worry about a car. Car, and all, gas, and gas, insurance. Everything related to that, whereas in New York, you know, you just really
0: the gas is whatever. like $4.50 a gallon. Oh like, it's, the groceries are more expensive. Yeah. I mean, even in New York, you can find small mom and pop grocery stores. You can't find that in California. Everything is, Big market, wow! You know, but New York—you can find those small Mm -hmm. corner store grocery stores or Mm -hmm. bodegas, and you can go in and you know get your groceries for the week at a decent price. Wow! Yeah, so I don't know how
1: how long were you out there
0: in New York or California?
1: California, three years. Woo!
0: But we were on military salary, so it was it was okay. But if I was out there just working, I mean, I was like, well, I guess I can never leave my husband. (laughs) I guess we're together because I can't afford to be a part, boo. No a- secret to making a man. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So I got another one here. Okay. Uh I am a single parent. My son's dad is in jail. Yeah, so he calls and talks to him and then he might send him money every now and then, but that's it. So basically I have to do all of that stuff by myself. Once we broke up, he pretty much in the beginning broke up with my son as well. And then he wanted to come back, which I had to allow just on my terms. We're in a better space now that my son is getting older, but it did take a lot of arguments and fights before it got here. And even now, we don't agree on anything. Both myself and my son's dad grew up in single-parent households, and we both had issues with our own parents growing up, and we're both damaged. So having a kid has definitely opened up our eyes to how damaged and different we are and has made things harder for us uh, than it needs to be at times. That
1: is definitely Struggle. Yeah,
0: for sure. That's a whole different set of yeah. issues right there. Having yeah. to deal with that.
1: Well, keep pushing through, man. Yeah, for, for real. Sure. Like, just know that you are loved and supported, yes. and there's someone out there who's looking after you.
0: Yes, absolutely.
1: man that's wow. Very powerful. Mm-hmm. So, another question here: How do the experiences from your own childhood affect the way you parent today? how do
0: they affect your children? All right, so the first answer I have here says, as a child, I received so much love from many people that I am full of, a, of an overflow of it, and that's why, that's what I put into my parenting, just a lot of love. I try not to think of the negatives when I was only, when I was coming up only positive and just strive only for that. I think it's starting to affect the older ones now that Uh, it's going on year four of them being with us. They want more hugs and more one-on-one time, and you know that's what it's all about. Mm -hmm. Yeah, nice.
1: That's nice. Yeah, you know you don't hear too many stories like that actually today. Like I had a a good
0: childhood, a good childhood, and it translated to me being a good parent.
1: Yeah,
3: you
0: know, and that matters. Wow. Yeah, and that's the same thing with me. My mom, me and my mom were very close, very affectionate relationship. Mm -hmm. And so oh, I passed like that right on now. Best friends yeah, right. Like,
1: you know. And I can tell the way you talk to your daughter; it's like they're like one of the girls. Yeah, like, girl, you tripping? Like what <laughs> you doing, girl?
0: <laughs> All right. Let's see. Uh, got another answer. You know, I think I'm gonna read three answers on this one because I got some really good ones. Okay. All right. So here's one more I got. I grew up Mormon, but now being married to another woman and raising a child in a queer family, it's obviously, I'm obviously not practicing anymore. <laughs> I struggle with what to bring over from my childhood into our kids' life. I recognize that it very much did shape me to who I am, and not all of it you know, was in a bad way. I'm confident that I would not be as close to my family if I hadn't been raised that way. That's true. Mormons focus a lot on the family unit. Yeah, they have, like, a family home home evening and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I still think every day about how I can instill those things in my family without bringing in a religious aspect. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. That's hard. Yeah. I haven't figured it out yet, but I hope to find that balance.
1: Yeah, yeah. definitely a balance. hmm Very powerful.
0: Very interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I I've had to deal with that same issue. We were both raised very religious and have both kind of Stray. I mean, I wouldn't say strayed from it; just not quite as rigidly. Right. Yeah, we're both still very spiritual people, right. but personally, spiritual. We don't do the whole public religion thing.
1: Yeah,
0: understood. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, that is. I mean, how do you? I um, mean, have you thought about how you're
0: gonna? No, actually, I, yeah, no. I mean, I really haven't
1: thought about it much at all.
0: Um, being up, being brought up in the church was very traumatic for me. Same but we went to
1: the same church by the Yeah, way we out. grew up
0: in the same church, so it, I don't want it's not that I don't want my kids to go to church, but I don't want to end up in a church environment like that. But you know, as parents, our parents didn't see that side of exactly. the church. We only did. So I'm like, I have to build that kind of relationship where my kids can tell me, "Hey, these people are treating me like crap." Mm-hmm. And oh
1: gosh, we went through so much. We went through That's a ch- lot. I
0: mean, the politics you in don't that have church. No idea. <laughs> the politics in that kind of church environment. We we went uh, just for reference. We went to one of those like southern mega churches. Yeah. And so that Southern, May, that's a whole different genre of church.
1: You
0: know we might have some church listeners. Okay, well, y'all
1: know. Okay, y'all know exactly
3: what happened. Y'all I'm don't go scared. there. No, you, you don't go there no
0: more, do you? I know you don't. And you know why. All right. <laughs> I love this. It. It's so true, though. because I mean, when you've been in that kind of thing, you take the good. Like she said, you uh-huh, took the good exactly. from it, but you got to release the bad because... You know, you can't let that affect the way that you raise
1: your kids. And that's what me and David have been struggling with yeah. because we like the spiritual part about it, yeah. obviously. Mm-hmm. And I, I still believe in God. I still
0: you believe know? Like, in God. I don't think stuff. I'm like a
1: heathen <laughs> or something. I don't. I still believe, but I do not want my kids to be so tied to the man-made version yeah
0: i want them to have man-made their own religion, spirituality exactly yeah. to
1: where they are feeling anything close to what i felt growing
3: yeah. up yeah
1: i mean every mistake i made i thought i was going straight to to know, hell every single automatically i don't want my kids to go. Like no that. not at all. Uh, no so mm-hmm. yeah that's that's gonna be a balance yeah Ooh.
0: all right let me read one more on this question because this is a good one mm-hmm. I had a really rough childhood. I was abused a lot and went through a lot of things a child shouldn't have to, but I don't blame my parents or feel angry with them. I feel like it has shaped me as a mother because while I am strict, I'm careful not to emotionally traumatize my child or abuse her. I can still be firm and get my point across without using fear. Mm, that's a good point. Wow. I also am a lot more affectionate with her because my mom wasn't with me. Sometimes I can be detached or get frustrated quickly, but my daughter is very sensitive and a good girl, so I tend to listen to her feelings.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. she
0: is a good girl. She's a sweetheart.
1: Oh, <laughs> wow.
0: Yeah, that's that's interesting. So people that come from abusive relation—I mean, abusive—you know, childhoods. Yeah. The ways that they can kind of switch it over to their own parenting styles. Like, I know that I want to be firm and be able to discipline, but I can't do it in this way.
1: Well, and I'm glad you told her story because I think a lot of people automatically assume
3: you
0: were abused so you're you're going to abuse your children. Like, no. No, that's not the case. You want to be better for your children. Exactly.
1: And on top of that, for me, it all comes down to the individual. Like, you be who you want to be. Yeah. If someone... You know, abuses their children because they were abused when they were younger. Then that's on yeah, them. Yeah, that's, that's their decision. Exactly, that's something wrong with them that yeah. they didn't take care of. Yeah. So that, yeah, I like that. Yeah. All right, hey, let's go to the next one. This is the last question. What is the biggest takeaway you have from your parenthood journey?
0: All right, first one I got. I thought that having a kid would make me a more patient person, but I found the opposite to be true. <laughs> Well, I do have more patience with him and my wife. Patience outside of that realm has definitely decreased. I don't find that I don't find that a bad thing. Mm-hmm. The things I don't have patience for are usually very petty. Mm. Mm, yeah, okay. that's true. I'm excited to see how else I'll change as a parent. That's wow. exciting. That
1: was. I love these honest answers. Yeah, these exactly. Awesome.
0: All right. Let me read one more on this. Let's see. The biggest takeaway from uh, being a parent is the feeling of real love. Oh, that's
1: a good one.
3: Yeah.
0: I could never trade that feeling for anything in the world. My daughter loves me so deeply. She thinks I'm the most amazing woman on the whole planet, and she doesn't even care about my flaws. She's been with me through thick and thin, good and bad. I also realize that you never stop needing your parents. It's not like you becoming an adult and... All of a sudden, you know how to do everything. You go through stages in life, and you need your elders and guys to help you get through it.
1: Oh my gosh, no. I love that. I love that. Okay, answer. talk to me a little bit about this, Brianna, because I know you felt felt that way. Yeah, I like love that you never yeah. knew could be it, there.
0: It's, I mean, it's corny because everybody says it, but it's a whole different kind of feeling. I mean, it's something I never mm-hmm. felt before, because I mean, I've loved people before. I love my husband, yeah. obviously, but it it's so permanent like wow. marriage is is a permanent thing to me obviously yeah. too you know it means a lot and it's very serious but you know i can't divorce my kids
1: right exactly <laughs> you know in comparison in, com- in
0: comparison to anything else like there's nothing like the i mean even the love that you have for your mom mm-hmm. is still different. it's totally different really it's totally different because oh my god uh, your parents are flawed, you yeah. know, and you can see those flaws as you grow mm-hmm. and as you go through life, and it doesn't make you love them less, but it's yes. just, you know, yeah. they're flawed beings. But with a kid, they're so innocent, you know, they haven't, oh. they haven't grown yet, and so you're trying to keep yourself from showing them your flaws, because you want, you know, you want to be as perfect, you know, for them.
3: Wow. You know? Oh
1: my God. Yeah, so... It's really... It's real.
0: Yeah, it's really interesting, just the dynamic between parent and child, you know, that kind of love. I mean, the first time you see them is obviously a big moment. Yeah. And so you've been waiting and waiting and imagining, like, what are they going to look like? What are they going to be like? Like, I have no idea. Who is this little person? And then they come out and they're like, whoa, this is really a little person. Like, she has a personality and Mm -hmm. she likes things and dislikes things and, like... Uh. What she's not just like me, she's not just like her dad. she's not a carbon copy of both of us. I'm learning someone new that is a part of me. It's so weird.
1: Wow, that was deep.
0: Like when I look at my kids, I'm like, oh my God, they were me. They were me <clears throat> at one point. like they were my body, and now they're their own little bodies. Oh, my God. <laughs>
1: They're little baby. Okay, you're giving me serious baby i And you didn't right miss now. the just... yeah, go get pregnant. I'm about to say, David, if you, <laughs> <laughs> if you remember, it's time to get
0: a <laughs> Well, that's gonna do it for today. Huge thanks to both of our moms, David and Taylor, for coming on and talking with us and dropping some knowledge. And a big, big thank you to everybody that contributed to our survey too. We really appreciate you guys. I. Love you all.
1: Yes. Thank you guys so much for your help. Dear Me publishes a new episode twice a month, so be looking out in your podcast subscription fee for our next episode. Thank you all for listening, and we appreciate it if you subscribe, rate, and review our show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play Music, and SoundCloud, if you haven't already. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at DearMePodcast, you can also follow me personally on Instagram at YoungfullyEmployed and on Twitter at TammyR33.
0: Y'all can follow me at Brian Warner on Instagram and Twitter. That's B-R-I-O-N-N-W-A-R-N-E-R. If you have any questions for us or about today's topic or any topic in the past, please don't hesitate to send us a message. And one thing, I'm going to plug my mom's social media again before we go. Mm-hmm. That's going to be at S-O-P-H-I-A, Flot Warner. Flot, F-L-O-T, hyphen, Warner, W-A-R-N-E-R. Look for her, y'all. She's She's Check got her it. Out. She's doing the thing.
1: Check out.
0: All right. Until <laughs> next time, I'm Breon.
1: And I'm Tammy. Thanks for listening, guys.